0: Welcome to the Fit Fellows podcast. With over 40 years of combined personal training experience, they are ready to share their knowledge with you to help you grow your business, keep your client communication sharp, and be confident and fulfilled in your career as a personal trainer. Pay attention because the Fit Fellows be spitting knowledge. Here are your hosts for the show Russell, Michael, and Michael.
1: All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Fit Fellows
2: podcast. Fit Fellows. Yes, sir. What are you
1: wearing today? Man,
0: I'm over here representing my team. (laughs) Colt Nation. You know what
2: I'm saying? Pop it. Mike's a Colts fan. So we do these podcasts on Sunday and uh, Mike's all about his Indianapolis Colts.
0: Right. Got to (laughs) represent. Don't be mad, Russell. It's okay. We can get to a team next year. (laughs) All right. What
1: are we going to talk about today? What's
0: up, Doc? What are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about life. No, I'm just playing.
2: <laughs> that's a deep subject, Mike. I don't think right. we can cover that in this podcast. <laughs> <sighs> just, right.
0: just life, that's it? Yeah, you know. Why not? <laughs> Switch it up a little bit. <laughs> okay. Oh,
1: All right. Today's episode, we're going to go over what to do when your client doesn't want to warm up. Warming up. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you're going to encounter this, <laughs> and if you don't figure out how to stop it or what you're going to do, you're going to have some problems. But before that, we're going to go into gym stories. Uh oh. Uh oh. The epics. The epic stories. So, yes, yes. I got one today. I definitely got one today. You ready for this? Oh,
0: I'm ready. All right. And you know, warming us up. Hadn't, haven't told us about it yet. Let's go.
1: <laughs> no, I shared with you right before this, remember? Oh yeah. Okay. Gotcha.
0: <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. Gotcha.
1: Okay. okay. So I, I had a client, she started with me when she was in ninth grade. So freshman, you know, through, through high school, you know, it was fun. She's fun, but she loved to like, just push my buttons sometimes, you know,
2: <laughs> so, one of those clients. Yeah. Oh yeah. Button so, pushers.
1: Yep. You know, sometimes you're going to come in and you're not going to be in a good mood or you're not going to be in the best mood. Right. And then sometimes that client's also not going to be in a good mood. And when mm-hmm. you get that oh, collision, man. <laughs> So after four years with this, with this client, Kay, I was, I don't remember what, what happened that day, but I was not in a good mood and she comes in and she's, she's just pushing the buttons, pushing the buttons, right? It must've been like five or 10 minutes in the session. Mm. And I was like, you know what? You do whatever, what the F you want. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. And I said, it just like that. Cause I was just mad. And she looked at me and she's like, she put her hands in the air. She was like, finally. <laughs> Mr. Emotionless Had an emotion I was like I, I looked at her and I started laughing I was like okay yeah, well, I guess I feel better now But she really Jeez. meant it She really meant it
0: Of course Especially since wow. you don't cuss and, and you busted her out Yeah She was happy. happy She was happy Sure she was okay. That kind of makes me A little happy now
1: Shut up Okay so Oh man Back to the topic Back right. to the topic at hand So sort of on this journey of, you know, deciding if you want to come into this profession and where, you know, where you should start. How big do you gym. do this thing? Yeah. So now we're on to, you know, the detailed stuff. And today's episode is, what do you do when your client doesn't want to warm up? And that seems not like a big deal, but right. for me, I'll just start off how i describe this, right? So for me, it was important to warm up and, and you're going to develop your own, you know, sense of what that is. And I, as a young trainer, I was really... And I still am. I'm cautious of my clients getting hurt. So I'm like, okay, you got to warm up. Typically what that looked like was I would show them some cardio. We're talking about in a big box gym, right? Right. So Ali Fitness, 24, wherever you decide to work. Show them some cardio and say, you know, arrive 15, 20 minutes before your session and go ahead and warm up. Right. No way. (laughs) We're
2: we're waiting for the pin to drop on this one.
1: Right. You are going to be lucky if you get... I would say 20% of your clients doing that. Yep. Yes. Right.
2: Okay. Well, most of them aren't going to show up early for one. Right. They're going to show up <laughs> five minutes late. And yeah, enjoy exactly.
1: Right. Advise them to warm up and then they come in either late or right on time and you hear all the excuses, right? Bro. I ran from my car. Get your ass out of here now. <laughs> or, you know, I, I'm warm enough, right? Yeah. Or, you know, let's let's just get to it. Right. And they're going to test you right then. They're going to test you. And if you can imagine, so if you're not, if you're not training already, if you are, if you can imagine having that conversation eight, 10 times, 12 times a day, five days a week, six days a week, that is tough. Yeah. How did you, how do you counter that?
0: You know, the way I counter it is for me, it's important, yes, to be safe and to make sure you don't get injured, but also to decompress from the day. You know, when you think about it, they're coming in with a yeah. whole bunch of, of nonsense or a whole bunch of just negative energy, you know. So, you know, they would ask you, like, why is the warm-up even important? I would let them know that, hey, it's important because we need to, for for one, make sure you're safe. yeah, Make sure that you decompress from the day. And it's also a, a time for us to just start to interact with each other, you know, set the tone for the workout. Anytime I hear that excuse, I just say, this is how it is. This is what we got to do. And, you know, you don't like it. I'm sorry. Or... <laughs> I'll just work it in some other way, you know, kind of roll with the punches a little bit and maybe create an uh, a interesting kind of warm up. Okay, r- run up and down the stairs a couple of times and, and I'll be there, you know, make them look <laughs> dumb or something and then <laughs> make them look dumb. <laughs> and then they'll be sure to warm up on the next one. <laughs> maybe not the best thing to do, but hey.
2: <laughs> Certain clients will take that. Right, yeah. for sure. How do you handle it? Mike Yeah, I think one of the things I've run into is dealing with people that like they just don't understand like why the warm up why you know, like they're just they're thinking I come to the gym and I just start working out and so I think a lot of it is the education background is educating them okay well this is how your body works this is why a warm up is important it's not just because you can walk into the gym and then start exercising your body doesn't work that way so I always give them an analogy an analogy may be dumb but it always works for me <laughs> so here's what I give people I say okay well think of your body like a piece of gum yeah you take a piece of gum out of the gum box and. You pull on it. What's it going to do? It's going to snap. Right. You take that piece of gum out. You put it in your mouth. You chew on it. You take it out of your mouth. You just pull on it. What's it do? It stretches. It's moldable. And I, I was telling you, it may be a stupid analogy, but that's the way your body lurks. Your ligaments, your tendons, your muscles, all that stuff works that way. And so, and you got, even want to warm up the appropriate body parts for the for the exercise routine that you're going to do or the program that you're going to have them do. So trying to educate them on how the body works and then how Warma actually benefits them, getting more gains out of the program they're going to then step into. Right. I think has helped me then like convince them. Oh, okay, now I see there's some value in this. This is how it works. This is why we're doing this. There is actually a specific reason. And then kind of like Mike said, it also it like helps you get like kind of just on the same page with them. You can become you know a little bit more cohesive in, in working together with that person when when you start out right. Right.
1: Exactly. Bingo. <laughs> yep. Mike's like gonna use that tomorrow
0: (laughs) i was gonna say that about you actually (laughs) russell just gonna steal michael's uh, tactics now (laughs) look at this gum (laughs) no i love it yeah i love it
1: that's good yeah it's really good the analogy really works i never use an analogy and i never embarrass them (laughs) (laughs) russell just tells them what to do not right no but you know straight faced the reason i wanted to talk about this was because i was encountering this like a lot and i was like you know Mm. I don't want to convince them because if you don't educate them or if you don't really change their attitude about it, they're still going to fight you yeah, every right. single time.
2: Yeah. Right. Change their mindset. Yeah. Right. So
1: my approach was exactly this I said, develop something I can say that I'm only going to have to say it once. Mm. That's what was, that was my mindset, right? Right. And mm. so I was like, but you have to be confident that with yourself and that if you lose them, right. That's what I was, I was like, okay. Mm. Yeah, so was it was good. such a problem for me. I was like, I'm just going to say this. The very first time that they objected i said uh you know it's very important that you warm up before you work out for your own you know safety Uh, i'm never going to feel comfortable training you without you warming up so if that's something that you're not going to do perhaps you and i are not going to work out i just said it like that i never had them ever object ever again
2: wow straight (laughs) out
0: yeah i mean hey direct uh, communication is usually much better anyway
2: but that was scary. That was sure. scary because right. you know they they're paying for it, right? Of and so then you probably will run into somebody who does walk out on you when you're that direct. Yeah,
1: yeah. that's okay. But but I would say this, if you're listening to this and you're going to decide to do that, if you lose somebody because you stand you stood firm, that person is more than likely going to test you on a lot of other things. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. Right?
0: And that's what I was coming to, is that you have to take control of the session. Yeah! You can't let your client control the session because that's not what they're paying you for. That's right. You know, they're paying you for, you know, your expertise, your your professionalism. And so you got to take control of the session. And the warm-up portion is saying like, look, I have this. We're okay. We're going to get a good workout in. We're going to decompress from everything throughout the day. And we're going to
1: get it done. So super important. I'm with you on that. It, It was such a problem- Sometimes I would, I would try different things, right? They would be like, Oh, I'm warm ready. And I would touch them. What? I'm like, no, you feel, <laughs> right. you feel cold. Right. Right. <laughs> but okay. That's another subject though. Like, you know, it's funny how, how warm is warm? Like it probably takes me 20 minutes to feel really warm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, okay, like if I'm honest, I'm right? really like, warmed up. Yeah. I, I my own workout. I mean, my own warm So I know who they are. Right. right? Yeah. You, you got to convince them that it's, you know, whatever it is, is beneficial for the, their body to decompress after the day. Yeah. But you've got to develop your own style, your own words, whatever, whatever is going to work for you. But if you don't, you're really going to encounter problems. Problems, yeah. for sure. So, what would you guys do? I, I have an example of this. Like, if they're just really adamant about it, what do you do? Do you build it into the workout?
0: That's what I was going to say, is that especially, you know, in a gym, commercial facility, big box gym, you do got to get creative, right? And I think we now, even then, had creative ways of doing mobility and things like that, to where this is part of the set. You know, this is part of the exercise, and I think you got to be able to be mindful of the client too. Yeah, bro. And if they're if you're gonna like butt heads with them over the warm up, I mean, like, <laughs> how far you think it's gonna go as far as the success of their their training? is probably not if you're fighting over a warm up. So I think that's where we kind of have to push and pull a little bit and get what we need out of it. Hey. This is the part of the workout, you know, your mile run right now that you're about to do <laughs> or or these, you know, 14 sets of stairs that you're going to do. I mean, that's part of your routine. Let's do it for time. So I think you can be creative with things. It's just you got to be able to read the client well, you know.
1: Yeah. And once in a while, you're going to get that client who's always early. All right does every single one. <laughs> <Right. Yep. laughs> they come to you right on time and they're they're warm and ready to go. Ready, yep. <laughs> And then you got to fill a whole hour with a workout
0: and you're not used to that. And they're dead by the 30 minute mark.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But those, those, those clients are, are, you know, I, I appreciate having those clients. Mm-hmm. You ever encounter these problems, uh, with your client base?
2: Oh, sure. Um, I think one of the things that I've been able to like lean on a little bit is, um, uh, the spe- the person specific um, like injury history, right? So, yeah. for example, you know, working with people that have you know a knee surgery or a back surgery, Ouch. or you know, like I got some clients that have as, as aggressive as knee replacements or hip replacements, right? Um, you know, making sure that their body is functioning and working properly before I go and do anything with them is of the utmost importance. And so, just knowing the history and the specific uh, injury of my clients already I'm able to convince them, okay, we have this issue we have to always be aware of. So this is going to help us not have to, you know, have this come back and bite us in a bad way. So just being able to kind of like make it specific to the person has always helped me a lot. Uh, And I have, you know, I had clients that, okay, if I'm going to do this warm up that's going to take 10, 15 minutes, um, then I will show up early. And those ones are great, you know, so you, you hold your ground and then they actually get more value out of the session uh, than they ever thought possible. You know, I have a guy who I you know I added warm up to everything he was doing. I started training him, and he had trained with other trainers. And he's like, "Man, like you got me doing a lot of stuff before we do the program." I was like, "This is all going to help you out in the long run." Right. And he started to see the value of it. So then he said, "You know what? I'm going to do. I'm actually going to show up about 20 minutes early and work out and go through this warm up on my own." Is that okay? Yes. Said, Please do. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. So you know. So then those guys they get way more value out of their training. Than the people who just do their warm up for ten or fifteen minutes of their actual session. I'll tell you what, I have gotten more clients from that one guy in referrals mm-hmm. than anybody <laughs> else. All my probably all my other clients combined, Dang. because he's really sold on the value of what I've offered him. Right, and I'm not kidding. I think he's referred me like six people, right, right. just from one guy. But he sees the value, so he's like my greatest salesman. Seems so maybe like in the short, you know, for this session, all just because like I convinced him and showed him the value of warm up, and he took it seriously. Now my business has boomed just because of like that one simple fact.
0: Right, right.
2: Labeling seems like it
0: might be important, too. I mean, why do we need to label it as the warm up? You know, like maybe people hear that. Yeah, that's good. And they're just, oh, I don't want to warm up, you know, because really, what does a warm up consist of? I mean, I think we probably all have different ways, but maybe it's just the labeling aspect. Just don't label it as warm up. They're giving you a hard time, you know. Coming in. I don't want to warm up. Well, we're not doing a warm up. This <laughs>
2: right. This is, <laughs> no, that's really good. Yeah, that's really
0: good. Answer. It might make you a little bit better with them as far as, you know, them them listening, I would say.
1: <laughs> is it the pre warm up? <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Have you seen that? You know what I'm talking about? No. Terry Cruz? No, it's the pre-warm up. You get you ready for the warm up. You get you ready for the pre-workout, right? Yeah.
2: I have it. Oh. That's like the CrossFit theme. Like their warm up is our workout, right? <laughs> right.
1: Well, uh, to go back to something that you you spoke on last time, your professionalism in everything that you do is going to be looked at by your clients, and it's how they're going to describe you to anyone that they're going to refer. Mm, that's good, right? And so sometimes you may get a client who has come from another trainer mm-hmm. and their professionalism wasn't there or they just, they let them slide with the warm up. And if you are firm in what you believe, they, they're going to look at you and be like, okay, this, this guy has something different, He's right? He's invested
2: in this. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's good. Or even if they leave you and then they go to someone else and this person just doesn't take it seriously or whatever, you're going to be contrasted with that. Right. And uh, they're going to come back and be like, you know, yeah. <laughs> that other guy? Little buster <laughs> <laughs> Right. Yeah. Right. So it's anyway. good. It's good, Russ. Yeah. Anything else on the warm ups? Nothing. You the... don't even warm up, huh? I don't even know. Man, see you sweat. I warm up
2: all the time. All <laughs> I think days. sometimes Mike warms up for half an hour. I do actually. You might Get be right.
1: Out of here. <laughs> <laughs>
0: half an hour warm up, ten minute workout. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah I think so. the more that I've gotten into like complicated programming, the more I have valued the warm-up as well right for my for my clients and for myself right like the more I've added to my toolbox the more that uh, I'm having people do or the more complicated or kind of dynamic the training has become the more important the workout even yeah. for myself and so like I'm really keyed in. Oh, here's a good analogy too. I used this with my brother in law the other day. He was asking me about the warm up. <laughs> funny it came up, huh? Right. That was good. And I was like, I was like, here's here's the situation, Dan. And he's a photographer, mm-hmm. right? He's a professional cinematographer. And so I knew the analogy that would work for him. I said, Dan, when I do my warm up in the gym, it's me putting on manual mode. Bruh. Right? Versus you're a cinematographer, like you don't put your camera on auto and go and shoot a movie. Like you everything is manual. You are in control of everything. Right. You're checking in with everything all the time when you're filming, right? Mm. So, same thing. When I go through my warm up, my warm up is me checking in with everything in my body. Like, I'm putting myself in manual mode, I'm not on automatic. Because you are going automatic, that's when you get hurt, that's when you get injured, you're Ouch. ignoring things, not paying attention. So yep. same thing with my clients, I'm able to communicate, look, we don't want to just have you come in here and just start working and forget about things. Like as you're walking on the treadmill or as you're going through some dynamic stretches or, or movements, I want you giving me feedback, like, oh, my hip is a little tight today or I'm feeling a little funny on my shoulder. Like I need that input. I need this so I can be on manual mode with you and we can work through this in a wise way and I can actually maybe help pull some of these things out of you that are showing up this morning that you didn't know. If you slept funny on your shoulder or your hips, you know, were kinked a little bit when you're sleeping. So checking in with the clients being in manual mode is going to just bring everything up to a whole nother level. Right. Training for yourself and for your clients. Right. 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 Yeah. I, I agree. You got to set the tone, you know, got to set the
1: tone early. You guys see some, most of my clients, uh, they do their mobility on the, the floor. Right. I, I say the same thing to them. I'm like, this is not just you going through the motions. This is you checking in. Right. Does my left feel like my right? Is there something new happening? Right. What's, what's uh, interesting is as I walk with them, I can tell, you can see it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can tell like, I was like, Hey, you know, your, your hamstring's a little tight or you're, yeah. you're walking funny because I, I see them all the time. Well, of course. We're, we're, we're supposed to be great observers, right? Like on right. the small detail. So even if I'm not looking at them, like I, I know how they walk right, and how they're supposed to move. I'm like, something's different today. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, a great a great example, right, to check in and not just be uh, on autopilot. Definitely. All right. You guys ready?
0: Yeah. We're ready. I'm ready.
1: Surprise. Surprise, man. You, don't, me. Know, you ready. don't even know what this is. Man, I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I know all everything. Right. Our gym gadgets for today. Ooh. You. Everybody uses this, <laughs> but I don't think they all use it for what it's for. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. And bam! Whoa. The,
2: the AirX pad. The right. blue AirX pad. Right, is this the legit or a knockoff? This is a knockoff. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, it is definitely a knockoff. Oh, really? How do you know? Because the, the Airx pads like fifty bucks, <laughs> right. and I think it says it on there. Oh, does it? And I feel like they're bigger. Oh yeah, yeah, they're different. this. Yeah, this okay. is a knockoff. Yeah. So, Airx pads though. Yes, super handy
0: tool. Yes. What do you use it for? Balance, and a, and
1: to and everybody in the gym uses this for knee pad. So my knee has been doing awesome. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. That too. Okay. So what is this for? What is this supposed to be used for? Balance. Balance, right? So this part of the show is really like for us to give our input on whether or not this is worth it. Right. right. So I don't, I don't think I've ever seen this in a 24 or LA fitness. I have. Yeah. Yes. Actually
2: quite a bit. Yeah.
1: It's kind of gross, though, right? Because
2: it is. everybody's using it. Yeah. Yeah. And the blue becomes like gray because sweat and spit. Yeah, blood probably ends up on there, too.
1: (laughs) All right. If you're a trainer in a big box gym, would you recommend getting one of these?
2: Yeah. That's a tough question. yes.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. And I will say yes, because the game of training has evolved. That's right. And so these things become a lot more prevalent now and people use it a lot more. So I would say, yes, you have a lot of deconditioned people coming into gyms, needing help with balance. And then you have some athletes that can benefit from this. So I would say it's a, it's a handy tool. And again, 50 bucks, I mean, can't beat that.
2: Yeah. For the name brand. one, well, you get a nice one for like 25 bucks. Right. And you get different colors. I like the colors.
0: Just keep it with you, you know, keep it with you. Keep some sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now. <laughs> yep. And you'll be okay.
1: You, you know what else is cool for your clients? They love to be special. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. But you cater to them. So, so if, if you pull out something that no one else right. has, right.
0: <laughs> See, and you be trying to get on me about the stuff I'd be bringing in the gym. Like what? Like the little hand thing that like poop, poop, Oh, poop. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Oh, we're going to talk about that. Mike's about toys. That Mike's yeah. got lots of toys. A lot of gadgets.
1: I would recommend it because there's a lot of use, uses for it. Like, like you said, the the balance thing, having them go on one knee for, for an exercise, two knees or whatever. Right. Planks. Um, yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, so I, I think this is a great investment. Anything that you can, you know, easily get to implement with your clients, and you don't need a whole lot of training, to, you know, to
2: no.
0: to use that. So no. you don't need a certification for an okay. expat. I'm just saying. <laughs> the <laughs> thing
2: <laughs> I think that we're getting across too in a couple of these uh, product reviews is that uh, when you're working at a big box gym and you know you got access to all their stuff. What's gonna separate you apart from the other trainers in the gym? And what's gonna separate you is the fact that you've invested in your own business. Right. And so you have the pad, you have the squat panel pad, you know, you have like uh, maybe the ab roller or something. Like so you don't, so if some other trainers using it, you got your own, like you right. got your little bag of goodies and right. people see, oh, you've invested in your business. This guy takes it a little bit seriously or he's a little more invested in giving back to me. Right. Uh, and so just these little things, you know, like in the end, you know, when you pick out your products, maybe 200 bucks, Yep. At most 300 bucks uh, is going to come back to your investment in your business big time. Easy, oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. 100%. Yeah. People are going to see that and they're going to, they're going to want to train with you. Your clients are going to stay with you. Like it's just good investment.
0: Right. Sure. Definitely got to make them unique.
2: <laughs> and and again, you don't need a certification for this. So <laughs> you, well,
0: you add on things to your, your toolbox and boom, here you go.
1: Yeah. And I would say, I, I don't think I can tell the difference, right. in this generic brand versus like the, oh, of course, no. Yeah. So if you want to go with this generic brand, go ahead and do that. Save a couple bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for tuning in again and listening to another episode. Remember, if you want to submit your stories, your gym stories, send it to us. To just a line.
2: Yep. Hit us up with your gym stories. Um, also send, you know, topic ideas that you'd like us to cover. Some, something that you're curious about. Uh, let us know. And uh, we'd love to, we'd love to see what we can shoot at you for, for that stuff. Yep. Feedback. Thank you. Boom boom boom
0: Thanks for checking out the Fit Fellows podcast. You best be tuned in next week when they drop that knowledge for your ass. We welcome your input and feedback, and you can find out more about the show at www.thefitfellows.com. Thanks again for listening or watching. We out. Bees. <laughs>